What is up, everybody? What is up? It's your boy, Mr. Glass Heffel. I'm here by myself today. My boy, I got, let, let's say why. My boy, Jeff. Jeff, happy birthday, Jeff. Early happy birthday, Jeff. He's on a little bit of a vacation. He's having a little hotel room fun with his wifey. Hope you're having a good time while you're leaving me out here in the lion's den over here. Um, Jeff's having a good time for his birthday. Happy birthday, Jeff Pilgrim. We love you, baby. Uh, and then Eli Vax. Eli Vax, we love you, baby. And uh, our MC, we miss you. We hope you come back next week. I hope you hop in. Get in if you have some time. But listen, you got your boy, Mr. Glass Half Full, today, everybody. Welcome to New York Revival Live, where it's not just sports. It's entertainment. Now, I bet you're wondering what the hell is going on with this guy right now. What is going on? There's a lot going on. There's there's the guys wearing glasses in the middle of the night. You, you might see a little reflection. Don't worry about that off my glasses. Your boy has the sickest. Actually, let, let's play a game. Let's play a game. Is he high or does he have pink eye? Let's just uh, we'll come back to it in a little bit. We'll we'll talk about it a little bit. You see how I'm acting after this. You say, is he high or does he have pink eye? We'll figure it out later. But I also got my little uh my little porn stash here. Let's go. A little mustache for the for the ladies. And um, just kidding. Sorry, sorry, wifey. Sorry, wifey. It's she hates it. I did a if the Giants win challenge. I said I'd wear a mustache for the week if the Giants won. Our boys won. They beat the Chicago Bears. What a disgusting game. But hey, listen, 20 to 12. The Giants are on top. The Giants are in three and one. I mean, listen, who had us pegged at three and one? Four games into the season, not many people. Um, there's a few people. Shout out uh, Dash, uh, Big Dash. He's one of our uh, loyal, loyal followers over here. Um, and uh, you know, shout out to everybody else who had us at three one. But there's not many out there. There's not many. But listen, we are going to have a good show today. We're going to talk about Giants football. We're going to talk about Mets, Yankees, and you know, bring up any questions you guys want. Bring up any questions you guys want because we're going to talk about everything tonight. Um, now you might also notice I got a little blue and gray here. Disgusting colors, disgusting colors. I want to uh shout out my boy Rob. Um, I lost a bet. I lost a bet to uh a Dallas Cowboy fan. And um I hate to say it, I, I have to wear this disgusting little uh shirt here, uh Dallas Cowboy shirt for the rest of the show. Um, because I'm a man of my word. I, I am a I am a gentleman and a scholar, and shout out uh, here he is. Here he is. There, th this is for you, Bello. This is for you. I got my Dallas on. Good freaking game. I, I I hate that I have to wear this, but listen, me and him, we got plenty of bets going on. We'll get you on a second game. We'll have an, we'll spice it up a little bit. See if we could uh, do it for the people. Um, but man, let's let's talk about. Yeah, I know. Listen, guys, I'm sorry. I, uh, we already lost. We lost uh, Rob. Uh, the other Rob, RZLV, yo, what's up, baby? Um, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Listen, I lost a bet. I always cash in on my bets. I, I pay my debts. This is what we do here at uh, Revival, and I'm going to go ahead, wear this shirt, fight through it. I'll fight through my pink eye or, or, or my high. I don't know. We'll figure it out afterwards. Um, but, hey, listen, everybody out there, chat, salute. Let, let's, uh, you know what? Let's drink one for Aaron Judge, man. Let's shout out Aaron Judge, number 62. Number 62. It sucks that it, my man had to had to hit it on the road. 
Yankee fans couldn't uh, enjoy that 60 second. Um, hey, uh, you know, big shout out to Aaron Judge, man. Because listen, I'm a Met fan, but I respect greatness. That guy, he's done it by the book all the whole time, man. He has just been a damn, uh, he's been a, a living legend. He's a living legend. 62, in my mind, the real home run record. You could talk about your Barry Bonds. You could talk about your Mark McGuire. I don't give a shit. In in my book, it's Aaron Judge, your new home run champ, the new home run king. No big deal. It happens when the revival comes around, as usual. Listen, we'll talk about Judge a little bit more, but he he is the greatest the greatest home run king for a season in uh, history. But the Yankees are heading into the playoffs. The Mets are heading into the playoffs. Um, there's some good New York vibes going on right now. Listen, not so much in Queens right now because, listen, we got our asses kicked in Atlanta. Let's call a spade a spade here. The, the Mets got their asses kicked. They they gave up the division lead. Listen, I'm done being negative. Don't being sad about what, what went on. The Braves whooped our ass, but they are the World Series champs for a reason, people. Um, so, listen, we're gonna, we won 99 games as Mets fans. We're on our way to winning the 100th game back-to-back-to-back. Jack's the start of the game. No big deal. Um, and they're going to the playoffs for the first time since 2016. So who are we as Met fans to get our panties in a bunch about, hey, getting swept in land, we lost, we're, we're, we're going to the wild card. We are in the playoffs with three of the best pitchers in a game that still have to, you know, it, it still get to pitch. And they give the Mets a chance in any series. Be the Dodgers, Padres, you know, Braves. We'll, well, fine. We'll play the Braves again. See you later. See you, see you down the road, people. See you down the road. But um, listen, we're having New York baseball, October baseball in New York, and you can't beat that. You can't beat that. I want to be in the house for one of the games. Hopefully you get to see some of you Met fans out there. Yankee fans, shout me out. Tell me what you're thinking. Are you are you liking Garrett Cole? Are you, are you trusting Garrett Cole to take you guys to the promised land, to get you guys by the Astros? Because realistically speaking, that's all we have to talk about for the, for the Yankees. Are you getting past the Astros? Um, so – that's my, my my baseball spiel for now. Let's let's circle back to some stuff that the the crowd likes over here. We're talking New York Giants football, three and one. Listen, it wasn't ugly. Daniel Jones did what he had to do with his feet against the Bears. He can't. He he he. How many how many rushing yards yet? He, he had a bunch on the ground. Um, probably would have got over a hundred had he not gotten hurt. Um, but yeah, sixty eight on six carries. Come on, two touchdowns. My boys, Kafka and Dable, had the Bears on their heels all game long. It was a beautiful game plan. They saw that the, the edge rush was not giving any bit of respect to Daniel Jones in the first couple of snaps. So what do they do? They say, all right, we'll bootleg you to death. Bootleg you to death. And Daniel Jones just took advantage. And the broadcasters are like, at some point, these guys are going to adjust, right? They never adjusted. The Bears never adjusted, and Daniel Jones was gashing them all game long. And on his way to two touchdowns, listen, the passing yards are still not there. Of course, they're not there. I mean, he he's got he, he's still got a work in progress in the offensive line. He's throwing to Richie James, uh, no no not even uh, Kenny Galladay anymore because Kenny Galladay got hurt. You know, David Sills. You know, shout out Monty again for the Sills Army, but. He ain't it with another job. You know, it, it's just, it's tough out there, man. It's tough. But the elephant in the room now is that Daniel Jones is hurt yet again. 
I mean, what are we doing here? What are we doing? I I, I don't know why we, we have to go get hurt again, Daniel. Like you're on your way to to being to to putting out a decent season together. I know the numbers aren't there, but Giants fans are starting to rally around this guy. And the one thing he couldn't do is get hurt. And that's and that's what happened again. Game four. Now, now the Giants are in a tricky situation because Tyrod Taylor's listen, I love Tyrod, but his ass should know better as a veteran that he is this is this was his chance to shine. He had a chance to now take the starting job and and maybe play two games, uh, get Daniel Jones healthy. Instead, he plays a couple snaps and then he puts his head down trying to get a first down. I mean, God bless his heart for trying to get that first down, but be smarter, man. This is your chance to shine and 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 start some games. Maybe turn it into another contract down the line. Uh, you know, I know you're here for another year, but show that you're still an NFL starter. And he he gets himself concussed. He got concussed, and now he's out. And and after the whole Tua situation with which, we'll we'll go into the Tua situation in a little bit. Um, you know, big fuck up, big fuck up. But um, now now you know Tyrod misses his chance to start and and show what he could do. And now we have Davis Webb and what Jake Fromm again, or, or, you know, there's a couple other people that got brought in. Um, man, it, it just pisses me off. Cause you throw Davis Webb in there who looked great. Let's, let's call it space, but he looked great in the preseason, but he doesn't have the legs to get, get out of the pocket and make plays with his legs. Whereas, you know, a Tyrod Taylor and a Daniel Jones did, they, they can make plays with their legs and behind this offensive line that's still learning. You need to do that. So I'm kind of worried right now because, you know, Rashawn Gary and uh, one of the Smith, Preston Smith, it, they're, they're great edges for Green Bay, and they're going to give Neil and the rest of this offensive line all they can handle. Um, so, you know, I want to see what a Daniel Jones-led team would have done against the Packers in London, 9 a.m. start. We had the mimosas. We're going to have the mimosas going, you know, kegs and eggs, whatever you guys are doing. I hope everybody's, uh, I hope everybody's getting hyped for that game. And then Daniel Jones kind of just takes a little bit of, you know, air out of the balloon, man. It sucks. I'm a little, I'm a little pissed about it, but you know what? Either he guts it out. It'd, it'd be nice if he, if he does, or just put a great game plan together. But cause you know what? We finally have good coaches on the New York giants that'll put them in position to win no matter who is in there. And I have full faith Look, case in point. Daniel Jones goes down, and what happens? At a snap of a finger, Dable gets the troops together. Like, and remember Titans, he's like, you know, get, get around me, everybody around me. You know, you got, he starts drawing shit up. And right away, with a snap of a finger, he knows exactly what to do. Saquon Barkley, Wildcat. And they, they, get, they pop off 13 yards, and then they pop off another five, and they get into field goal position and kick a field goal. Under adversity, this coaching staff knew what to do right away. And I love that about them. I have full faith in this in this uh, coaching staff that, listen, I know we're going to be under man, but they'll put up a good fight, and I, I, I'm I not worried anymore. I feel <laughs> – I know it, we're, we're four games in, and I'm here looking at my dumb ass saying I'm not worried about this coaching staff anymore. Um, but it's true. I, I have full faith that Wink and and um, Daves and, in, you know, uh, Kafka, they will put up a good game plan to get the Giants into a good position – to be in this game. And you know, listen, you're traveling to, to London. Who knows what goes on with travel there? The Packers have not looked good. Let's call a spade a spade as well. 
Um, you know, Rodgers has not looked like Rodgers because who's he throwing to? You don't, you don't have a Devontae Adams anymore. You know, nobody's scaring you um, from, from a wide receiver standpoint. I know Lazard's a good player. You know, they got, they got some other good players, Doobs, Doobies over there, whatever the hell his name is. Um, he, he's a good player. But, you know, you got Aaron Jones you got to worry about. You got the running game. And you have, you know, obviously Rodgers is not going to give you the game. He's a great player still, great quarterback. But, man, um, I'm not scared of the Packers right now. And I know you. I know this is you're gonna. This is on record, and now it's gonna come back to haunt me probably in in a couple of days. But right now, I'm not scared. Scared of the Packers. You have the Patriots, who are not a good team. The the Zappy led uh, Patriots third string quarterback go into Lambeau and almost beat the the freaking Packers in their own their own place. So you know, call call me a you know a glass half full kind of guy. You know, but uh, I. I'm feeling pretty good about what's going on. I, I feel good going into Green Bay. Um, listen, it, it, the, the Giants. I got I, by the end of the day too. I want to have another. If the Giants win, ITGW uh, challenge set up because um, everybody, you know, listen, we're three, we're three and zero when we put a challenge out. We got to put some good challenges on the floor here. Um, I'm gonna also shout out to everybody on the chat. Bring your questions. Ask anything you, you want here. This is an open forum. I'm going to send out the link for everybody to, to get in here right now. So I want your questions. Let's talk Mets. Let's talk Yankees. Let's talk Giants football. Let's talk NFL football in general. Um, I love – let's just talk about Dallas actually for a second. I love that there's a little bit of a ridiculous controversy going on now. Hey, uh, you have the 4-0. Cooper Rush, does Dak get his job back? <laughs> does Dak get his job back? I mean, listen, I I have far far be it for me to be a huge Dak fan, um, but listen, Dak Dak Prescott's a good quarterback. Dak Prescott's a freaking good quarterback. Cooper Rush is a career backup. He's done a good job keeping the the, the ship afloat. You know that that Dallas defense man. That Dallas defense is scary. I don't even know how. I mean, I know, I know they have a good a couple good players on the front seven. I know they have good linebackers, but like they are piecing together a, a great defense. They they've held four straight quarterbacks now to under 200 yards, which which in today's NFL is a feat, man. That's a feat. And Parsons is listen. You don't want to say like he he's already on that that Aaron Donald the you know you hate to say LT trajectory, but. He keeps this up, man, for a couple more years, and you hate that you can't deny him. That talent is just undeniable. He is a stud out there. He's a game changer. Um, and again, this pains me to say it, but um, you know that defense is, is keeping Dallas in every game. Their offense is doing just enough. Um, and you know, the NFC East is back, bro. The NFC East is back. Let's shout, big shout out to NFC East. Everybody shit, shit on us for years. NFC East. Whatever, fuck you guys. We're back. I hope you guys had a good time because uh, Dallas Cowboys, like I said, great defense. Eagles are the best damn team in it. At, at the very least, they're the best team in the NFC. That roster, it, bar none, top, like that that offensive line, just just mauls people. The defensive line gets after it. They fix their secondary. Man, I, I I don't know. It's it's it's. They're a force to be reckoned with, and that pains me as well because, you know, I, I've like a crazy man. 
married into, I don't know if I told you guys this, but I've married into an Eagles family um, by my own will. I, I, I know, listen, I'm an asshole. I'm an idiot. Um, but my, my wife, you know, she's just so damn beautiful. So damn awesome that she reeled my ass in and I, I blacked out for about a couple of years. And, you know, next thing I know, I put a ring on it. But anyways, it pains me to say the damn Eagles are one of the best teams in the NFL. If not, you know, if not the best right now, they are an absolute machine. Like you, you think about it, who in the NFC is, is, is uh, you know, the, the head favorite, the, the big favorite right now. Um, Rams look like dog shit on Monday night. Uh, you have, you know, San Francisco look good beating, uh, beating the Rams, but again, who's good. Who's not there. Um, you still got a Jimmy G led team, not too scared about them. Green Bay falling back down to earth, that whole division, you know, it's up and down. Minnesota could be it. Um, you know, I don't see anybody, Tampa Bay, man, Brady, holy shit, Brady, man. Brady's got some shit going on. Um, and obviously you don't want to count him out because it's Brady until he shows that he's done. Um, then, you know, then he's done, but like, he does not look good. That team does not look good. Um, Brady, I think his life's falling apart right in front of him. I think I saw it today. Giselle and, and him are filed for, or they got the divorce lawyers all set up, man. Like shit's gone crazy in the Brady household. And, um, I don't know, man. I hope it's worth it coming back one more year. To I, I know this is not the that's not the straw. It might be the straw that broke the camel's back. There's more going on there, but man, take it easy, Brady. Man, you did not need to come back for this. You did not need to come back for this. Um. Anyway, listen. Let me get some people in here to come help me because I'm blabbering here. So I'm gonna get Sarge in here first. Sarge's been chilling out in the back room. Sarge. Come join me, buddy. Hey, let's go. If you if you needed a backup or a co-host, you know you all you had to do was hit me up. Hey, listen, I I, I figured I can. And, and then we're bit. gonna we're gonna we're gonna kind of counteract all the the mm. negative Dallas energy. We gotta, please do, please my, do. My Thank LT you. my LT throwback jersey. So it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Listen, what did I say? I came on this show last week. And I told everybody to relax. And what <laughs> happened? Everything fell apart, but uh, we still listen, won the game. Everybody got injured. Everybody got injured, dude. It was uh, dude, that we're injury going list. to London. We're going to London with Jake <laughs> Fromm. <laughs> That's what we're doing. Jake for fucking Steve. Uh, we I, couldn't I, even I, get I, Matt Barkley. Why couldn't we, couldn't. we have gotten Matt Barkley? <laughs> Oh my god, dude! It, it, know, it's been rough. I know. It's crazy. It, what are we doing? It, listen, but again, shout out to the freaking coaching staff for dealing with all the adversity they've dealt with. Uh, and we have not had a healthy team all year long. Your first couple of games, you're missing. We your haven't two had addressers. a healthy team for the past decade. I mean, tell, tell me about it. Tell me about it. Shout out Ronnie Barnes. Thank you for just decimating our team. But uh, 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 <laughs> I'm no, kidding. I'm no, kidding. No, we no. all love Ronnie. We all love Ronnie. But uh, Car I, Carl Banks will be all over us. You start. I know. I know. I know. I just I, I'm st uh, sticking to my man Carl there. Listen, <laughs> but we cannot catch a Look, Aaron Robinson barely stepped on the field again, and then he's out again. I'll tell you, you know, what. Man, I'll tell you what. Jesus. Aaron Jesus. Robinson and uh, DJ both. Uh, those guys got rolled up pretty bad. Um, mm -hmm. Was not their fault. It's not like it's a turf. No, would you of stop? Not. It's not like it's a turf injury or anything like that. It's you know, it's poor tackling is what it was. 
Yeah, it, it, listen, it, it, that's it's football. It's what? football. But four, it's now four out of four years for Daniel Jones. This is now a freaking trend. He you hasn't missed. Say, he hasn't missed the game yet. Let's not. Uh, he hasn't. But listen, the, my worst case scenario here, my nightmare scenario, is that he plays and looks like he did in the Arizona game a couple years ago, where he came back too early from the hamstring, could not move in the pocket, took about six sacks, had about three turnovers. And look and, and look, basically lost the game. Yeah, I don't want to see Jones look bad just because he's trying to be the hero and be. Hey, for all we guy. know, for all we know, they won't let Aaron Rodgers off the plane in England because he's not COVID vaccinated. Do that, hey, Biden. Love or who? No, not Biden. What's his, <laughs> what's his face uh, over there in in fucking England? King uh, Charles Morris. now. Or, oh, oh yeah, sure, sure. King Put Charles. Put the flag to King Charles. Yeah. King Charles, do something. And, and, don't and, be, and protect don't your country. Guy. Yeah, protect your country. Protect your country. <laughs> what you got on your mind there, Sarge? Anything else? What you got uh, um, to talk about? I'm actually looking forward to next week, man. Uh, or the, the London game, which will be cool because it's on really early in the morning. Um, yes, the earliest. Listen, I, I love me some waking. Like, listen, I'm up at seven o'clock now with the kids. So I'm I'm raring to go at nine. Nine o'clock is basically <laughs> afternoon at that point. So I mean I'm ready to go. I'm also I'm also two hours behind you guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, Bright and early, baby. Bright or, and early. You no, get out of bed and I'm two hours. I'm two hours ahead of you guys. So this is like yes. 7 30. This game hits. Yeah, yeah that's but cool. I'm already cool. at work by then, so I'll have it up on my phone. <laughs> so it'll be fun. Hey, it'll sorry, let me get your take on this. Let's talk about this hot hot topic here. Tua. Ugh. What are your thoughts, man? What it was what? bad look, man. It was a bad look. The bad uh, the up, let's see the independent neurologist or whatever who got you know who cleared him. They fired that guy. Um, it was I mean, bad. It was bad, man. It was bad. It just the I whole thing say it's looks back. bad. Try better, man. Try like really. It's, it's, it's I, listen. A, I've had back. I mean, it's a bad look because it's like he he went out. He was obviously there was something else wrong with him besides it wasn't a back and or ankle, you know, no. whatever. <laughs> um, something was wrong. He was, and then once Ugh. he got the he once he got hit, that when his hands went up like this, man, that was scary. Oh, it was tough. That tough was to scary. Watch. I mean, and it, it got me. It hit me in some kind of way. I don't know why I got so angry. Maybe because one of my one of my friends is a Dolphin fan. I wanted to get at him, but uh, shout out, shout out, Greg. I you see you out there. You yeah, can't yeah. Um, after him with that, man. See, he, my, my, this is this is my Dolphin fan friend right here. He has CTE already, so he knows what's going on. Um, no, but like you, you hate to see that man because you, even if his bell was rung, your yeah. future is Tua right now, and you, just take take a precaution, and and you and I didn't even know this. They threw Teddy Bridgewater in there. I was like, holy shit. They have a one of the best backup quarterbacks in the yeah. league in Teddy Bridgewater. There, they could have they chances just, with Teddy B. They could have rolled Teddy Bridgewater out there for the whole game. There was no need to put two in that game. Oh my god, dude, it's so frustrating. And you know, I, I know it's an independent neurologist, but you, you start to wonder like who gave him a buck under the, the table, man. This I is, don't know, man. This <laughs> is gonna be. This is going to be a big top. Like you're going to watch. Peeling back that onion, baby. Well, you're going to see, like, especially there was um, a couple guys who got hurt. You know, in the game uh, this past weekend, where they wanted to go back in, they could have probably gone back in. Yeah, and right. They're like, nope, no, you're not going anywhere. You know, yeah. you're going to see a lot of that for probably the rest of the season. 
Everybody's going to be extra cautious now. The league is going to come out and they're going to they're going to really like hammer in this thing and mm-hmm. you may see and it may not even wait to the end of the season. You may see guys in the concussion protocol who are like out mandatory the next week. Well, yeah, I mean, that's why uh, for me, I mean, Tyrod it's it's done for this week. Yeah, Tyrod's no a chance. wash. Forget it. No I chance. Mean, yeah, we don't know even about like even about Julian. Like Julian Love, <sighs> right? That's had some sort of on that. apparently Julian had some sort of concussion. He's in the protocol right now too. Yeah. Who knows if he's if he's going to be ready to go next week? No, no. You, you. I mean, listen. You'd like to think they're still going to stick with all the protocols, and they've been doing it. You'd like to think ninety nine percent of the league has been doing it right this whole time. But everybody's going to be extra cautious now. It sucks. And it's um, even funnier that it's the Dolphins, Dolphins, and they've already lost their uh, first round pick for mm. next year for tampering with they the whole Brady thing. <laughs> they can't figure it out, bro. They can't. They can't catch a break, man. It's just like you know they've had the, the best start to a season in since fucking Dan Marino, and they and then you know the whole world outside of football and then the comes wheels come down. Off. Yeah, it's just brutal, man. It's brutal. Hey, uh, Sarge, I'm going to. Um, I'm going to keep you in the back over there. I love you, man. Um, I'm going to bring you back around at the end of the show. Um, Thanks for popping on with us, man. Sounds good, brother. Appreciate you. All right. Hey. Um, So let's let's talk a little bit more about baseball here. The Mets are going for their 100th win here. Uh, I'm going to be popping in back and forth for you guys. So I'm throwing you guys curveballs left and right. Up 7-0, back-to-back-to-back home runs to lead off the game. Going for their 100th win. Like I said, Mets fans need to flush what whatever happened prior to this series. We're going to the playoffs for the first time. Fuck the Padres. Fuck the Phillies. Whoever we got to put on our plate, you're throwing out Jake DeGrom. You're throwing out Max Scherzer, Bassett, and a lineup that could hit. If they can just get everybody hot again, man, um, they need Marte back. It sucks. It, you know, they lost a, a, a key piece to their, their lineup in, in Stalin Marte. But you know what? They, they, they're gonna. We're not to face adversity. The, the Mets do not know how to do anything easy. They do not know how to do one thing easy. If, you, if and I see the, the tweet all the time. Being a Mets fan prepares you for life, and that's it never been a truer state. Never have, has a truer statement been said. Um, it, it just, it's a roller coaster all season long. Every season is a roller coaster, and the Mets have won ninety nine games on pace to win hundred games. And you couldn't find a more angrier fan base in the league right now than the New York Mets fans. Um, infighting, just just anger. And listen, let's all chill out, man. Let's all chill out. We're going to possibly see, you know, if you're going to the game on Friday, awesome. It, it, I hope I get to go to a, a NLDS game. I hope we get past the Padres. We will get past the Padres. We will get past the Padres. I hope we get to, to move on and enjoy uh, some more of this postseason because let's Let's, this is going to be hopefully a thing going forward. We got Stevie, Uncle Stevie, buying up some p- uh, people up here and um, making some good moves. But again, shout out Mets. Let's go seven nothing on their way to hundredth win. Um, all right, listen, bringing in another just day oneer, Monty. What's good, buddy? What up, what Steve? Good? How's it How going, doing, bud? Bud? Cheers, cheers. good. Cheers. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Appreciate it. I, I, listen, I want to keep it. The wife, listen. The wife's actually pissed off. She's like, "You've been trying to get this mustache thing over me for uh, years now. <laughs> you used it as an excuse with their challenge." And I was like, "Hey, maybe I did, maybe I didn't." But listen, it's a challenge, okay? 
I get to do it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. How are you doing, Monty? How's it going, Mike? Doing good, man. I'm just it's elated. Just this season, it's a different different Monty this year. Not miserable fuck this time. Around. I love this Monty. It's a, <laughs> yeah. You're a happy guy. I I, I love it. Listen, like and it, it just goes to the whole Giants fan base on Twitter, man. It's like generally positive right now. Of course, there's a few negative things here and there. We're still. Mm-hmm. Talking about Daniel Jones here and there, but yeah. generally speaking, we got the right coaching staff, and that just gives us positive eyes. I think it's just the important thing. The only thing that is yes. more important than getting the right coach in the GM is getting the quarterback, and we'll cross that road. But there's mm-hmm. nothing even close to that outside of the coaching. You could argue coach and GM or either or is more important than that. It's, yeah, it's right there. It seems like we have the guy. And that was the thing too is. Dable's great. I love Dable. I'm so happy with him. But one mm-hmm. of the most important traits in a coach is building a staff. And look at this fucking yes. staff he put together. Yes. I mean, so I want to ask you this. What are your, what are your thoughts on this? Who is is who is who is calling those plays in the Bears game? Who noticed that um, you know, you know, Bears are being aggressive and you're calling those those fantastic that one drive, um, or two drives, two touchdown drives by Jones, man. Just great calls. You think it's it's Kafka? You think it's Dable? You think it's combo? I think it's a little bit of a combo. I mean, I think yeah. I mean obviously you start out the game with you know each half you start out with a few some script couple scripted drives. Right. Um, right. But I honestly think to what you're alluding to with the fact of taking advantage of that, I bet you they saw a lot of that on tape. I bet you that's something right. that Dable and Kafka broke down. They're like, we can take advantage. And I mean, also. That's something that's been Jones' whole career is, you know, he's fast, but nobody uh-huh. respects his legs. Nobody not does. It's <laughs> not like he's not a guy who just like really takes off and makes something out of nothing all the time. But like as far as like he's if you sneaky. design it for him, and it, yeah. nobody respects it. And you can try you can totally trick an entire defense. He's wide open. Hundred percent, man. Hundred percent. And it, I, I I shout out again, shout out Dave. Shout out Kafka, whoever saw it on tape, um, you know, and that's what sucks, man, because now a, an injured Daniel Jones, you take away his legs. And that, yeah. uh, you know, for, for you're, you're probably throwing him away next year anyway. You want to kind of just run him into the ground and do what he did best. <laughs> I didn't want to, I don't, I don't mean run him into the ground, but you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Use him for what he does best. And you, you kind of throw caution to the wind a little bit. Um, and yeah. it, uh, it, what pisses me off even more is that, the play before Daniel Jones gets hurt, it's a deep bomb to Darius Slayton. And Slayton, mm-hmm. he, while he gets past interfered with, he gets interfered with, mm-hmm. could have made that catch, could have had a huge touchdown. You, you, you boost up Danny Jones's passing numbers. The next play doesn't happen where Daniel Jones gets hurt. And it's a butterfly effect thing. I know. Like mm-hmm. maybe it happens later down the game, whatever. But man, if he just would have caught that pass, who knows what happens? Maybe we have a healthy Daniel Jones. Everybody's back on a slate and train again. Yeah, like, you know, it's, no. everything is different. But now it's like, okay, same old Slayton, same old Jones getting hurt again. Just if Slayton catches that, it's like, all right, Slayton wide receiver one again? Maybe. Yeah, right. he, he would have stepped right into it. You're mm-hmm. right. You're right, man. It, it, it sucks because we don't, he, the talent is there. He, he just, I, I don't know if it's a head thing. For whatever reason, the drops weren't happening the first two years. In the last two years, yeah. It just crept back in, and that's why he, you know, let's let's go again. Let's call it what it is. That's why he was a fifth round pick. He had drops mm-hmm. in at Auburn. He, he had, he had college. It just, it, yeah, it just it, it is what it is. Um, I hope that it, he, you know, he gets some confidence back. 
he did he did earn the PI there that, that put them mm-hmm. in position to get points. So uh, he's our yeah. only deep threat right now. You know, I, possibly yeah, wide yeah. receiver one still. You know, yeah. I and mean, <laughs> what else you got? Like even like the play Tyra threw the pick. I was like, I didn't think think didn't think that was a well advised throw. But I mean, it was just nice to have be able to have a guy who stretch, stretch the, field. the field. Like we haven't yes. really seen that this year. We actually Agreed. able to call it and run them on it and. You know, he shouldn't have thrown it, but, you know, sometimes that will get open if you're able to. Like, right, right, right. Uh, you know, listen, I, I, I hope that Slayton can get some energies back, uh, you know, energy back, get some confidence back. Um, We need it, you know, we need because yeah. I don't know, man. I, I, I'm guessing Tony's out again this week. I'm guessing Wandell's out again this week. They're just ragtag group of wide receivers. The, the offense is Saquon, man. It's Saquon, it's and that offensive line is run blocking well, so let's give him that a shout-out there, too. But man, our MVP, possibly league MVP. Uh, not, you know, I know I'm getting ahead of myself there. But like, if you're if you're talking about most valuable player to their team right now, name yeah. another guy, man. Name yeah, another I mean, fucking guy. And <laughs> very well at the very doesn't get MVP. Very well could get offensive player of the year. Like, I mean, he is on that trajectory right now, and it's you know it's also perfect. such a credit to this again with this coaching staff is mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I know that, you know, Saquon always hasn't been healthy. That's been, that's played a role in the, him not succeeding, but you know, especially I think a lot to Kafka is Andy Reed has always had success with the running backs. Right. You know, he's right. always, I mean, with, I guess, exception of Clyde, but that guy has sucked, but um, <laughs> even he's starting to score, but hey, I got him on my fantasy team. He's putting up some pretty, yeah, pretty good points. Touchdowns. <laughs> they have no one else to give it yeah. to right now. Right. True. Uh, true. Um, but it's, you know, it's always been, I mean, that they had Spencer Ware putting up like huge numbers right. where Kareem, Kareem Hunt went in there and put up crazy numbers. Jamal Charles, like, like, I mean, we can go all the way back to Sean McCoy, like Brian, yeah, Brian just Westbrook. Just, they always have these guys. And that was something I was really excited about with getting Mike Kafka is the one thing that's cool about it is now like, this is what I think I said, I said it to you at some point is like, it's not necessarily going to be like, oh, like, wow, the Giants are using the Bills offense and the Bills offense is successful somewhere else. And right. it's no, it's like if we're taking Dable and we're taking Kafka, it's going to be like, this is the Giants offense. If this starts seeing success, I want a piece of what the Giants offense is. I Let's want go. the Giants offense on my team. Like, Absolutely, man. It's a whole new tree if this works out because we're just taking two levels and really – Potentially building something special. I'm excited to see what comes of it because I really it like it. Feels good to have a tree, man. It feels good to have mm-hmm. a tree. Like you said, um, they just got great coaches everywhere. Um, and I, I'm I'm psyched about it. But uh listen, Mati, I want to ha- hopefully hang around. Um yeah. shout out for calling calling in again, man. Appreciate yeah. you. Um, you are a revival fan, baby. And uh we'll we'll have you back yeah. here in a little bit. All right, man. Sounds good. I'll hang out. All right, man. Peace. All right. What's up, baby? I got another one in the in the another OG over here. One of the 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 greatest space uh, space controllers this side of the Mississippi. R zero B. Yo, what's good, buddy? Let's go. Let's fucking go. Finally. R0B and Mr. Glass Half Full have come back to New York Revival. That's right. That's right. Which means 
that for the first time since Tom Coughlin nor your New York football giants have come back to three and one. It's a beautiful thing, baby. Let's go. What's, What's good? up, baby? Yo, Rob, I, you are just, first of all, you are just killing space life, baby. You are killing that space life. Shout out to you for running that shit. You, everybody just, you, you give everybody a voice. All day long, you get to hang out. I'm just, I love you for that, man. I love you for that. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. I love talking football, man. It's, it's great to, uh, to do it, um, you know, and on a consistent basis, and to have a lot of the support from, you know, from everybody coming in. You, El Jefe, Eli, New York Revival, um, having everybody come in and showing the love and support, man. It's great, and yeah. you know, it's yeah, you can't talk about football enough, man. You know, I just I love not the game. when you're three and one, it. baby. Not when you're three and one in New York, baby. Let's go. Absolutely, we are back. We are absolutely, back. man. <laughs> and we know what we're three and one, and we're still having. Hard conversations, you know. And, I know. <laughs> you know I, well, what I mean? So, that's New York. That's New York fans for you, man. Listen, the, like I just said, the, the Mets are, are at a hundred wins, and we—I've never seen them angrier. You know, the, the Giants fans. Uh, you were three and one. You still got people just like going at each other's throat. That, that, listen, we are a tough fan base. We're winning. We we are mm-hmm. behind our team. You know, the, the Giants are doing some good things, um, but there's always, you know, listen. We always have to have the, the macro level view of what's going on here. We we know that this team is not going to go to the Super Bowl this year. I mean, this they are. They are. We're sorry. They are going to go to the Super Bowl. But yeah, um, what the hell the, I mean, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> but How like, dare you? We always we all I know. We we always got to have, you know, the conversation about who's behind center, you know, what are we doing with Saquon? Um, you know, and listen, I want to talk about that actually with you. Let's hear your Saquon thoughts now. Um, you get say say the uh, the the Bills come calling. Mm-hmm. They want to offer you their second rounder. Yay or nay for Barkley? Absolutely not. Mm. Mm. Absolutely okay. not. I I, I look okay. at it from this perspective with Barkley. Right. Um, a lot of us were hoping um, that there was going to be a comeback season. I would like to say that I said that he was going to have 1,440. And I think I said this mm. live on New York Revival in my jacuzzi hot tub. You might, that he oh, yes. 1,444 yards rushing. And uh, from what I'm looking at, he is 900 yards or 1,000 I mean, yards away from completing that or a little bit under 1,000 yards from completing that. this year, man. He's so, an and it's been four weeks. Um, there was a lot of talks today that he's being like overused and he's gonna, you know, they're, they're running him into the ground. I don't think so. He had 18 touches or 18 carries in week one, 21 in week two, 14 in week three, and he had 31 last week. Now, no, he's not a guy that you're going to give, you know, 31 carries. He's not a, he's not a Jonathan Taylor. He's not a, he's not a Derrick Henry. He's not a a Nick Chubb. But no. you can definitely give him some touches. And I think he knows the situation. And I think he's out there and he's, he says, look, put it on me. Put it on right. me, Dave's. Let go. me do it. Let me let me let me take the load and, and let me and let me contribute to this team. Because look, he hasn't really contributed to this team in two years. And I think mm-hmm. he's got a little bit something that he wants to prove. And he wants to put the heart of New York on his back. And look, we all know that Daniel Jones more than likely is not the quarterback of the future. He's more than likely not going to be here. Right. And 
whether you bring in a bridge guy or you and and you're going to draft a guy a, a rookie quarterback's best friend is a running back and their second yes. best friend is their tight end and i think we have the tight end daniel bellinger has been performing Shout the last out, couple of AD. weeks yeah. he's been he's been doing very very well and i'm happy with the way that saquon has been performing man he he oh. needed to do it i'm happy that he's been doing it um and I, I think he's going to be here. I think you pay the guy. You could definitely go ahead and give him thirteen to fifteen million a year. I don't think that's too much. Um, no. Maybe you you work it in a way where he makes a boatload of the money in his second year, which is right. where, where we're projected to have a little bit more money that year. You would have already had your quarterback. That's the year after you resign a lot of your guys. You know, he's twenty five. Like twenty five. Still, he's twenty five. He's still out. young. He's yeah. still young. He's still got everybody forgets. He's still that. got a lot of time, and he's not old. And, and he hasn't um, played in a year and a half. Well, that's that's the thing. And a shout out to my my uh, esteemed colleague, uh, Mister Hefe. He he talked about this on one of the spaces. But like, yes, he's been injured the past two years. Yes, he's been injured almost every year. You know, other than this rookie year. But take that as you could also take that on the flip side as a plus. He has barely any miles on his, on those legs after that rookie year, and um, like you know, when you get you talk about the everybody's like, oh, you can't give the running backs that second contract. Le'Veon Bell was healthy and and getting tons and tons of touches until he got that second contract. Absolutely, Zeke, same story again, tons and tons of touches before he got that second contract. You know, Gurley, a degenerative knee issue that the Rams should have known about. They should have never given him that still contract paid in the him. first place. Yeah, right, and they, and they still paid him. But like those are three examples of what you shouldn't you shouldn't pay those guys. I get it. Mm -hmm. But a Saquon Barkley man, if he does, if he if he's past that injury bug, if he can give you a, a healthy three years now, sky is the limit. He is the best back in the league. And sorry, and, and I don't want to call him a back either because he's the best weapon in the league, offensive fucking weapon. He is not a back. He's not your standard at running back. He is a better pass catcher than than a lot of the running backs. He's a better runner than a lot of the other ones that are just pass catchers. He is the guy. He, he is. is the man. <laughs> and you look at you look at Dallas's situation. Like they paid ninety million dollars to Ezekiel Elliott, and I'll be honest, I don't I don't think that Zeke's if even if you had Zeke as the main starter, I don't think Zeke's putting up the same amount of numbers that Barkley's putting up right now. Uh, I I I really uh, I, I really really don't. And you know, look look the, the the kid's young. He's hungry. He he wants to do what he needs to do. And I, and I said this earlier. You know, listen. Everybody wants to say what they want to say about Daniel Jones and 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 listen I'm I'm moving on from the guy too and and I'm ready to see you know who this regime brings in but we'll at the same point like uh, you can't again I'm not going to I and I have and I have this I wrote this down yesterday and, and I made this comparison and I just want to I just want to let people know and this is not a comparison of the Bring quarterbacks it. ladies and gentlemen but this is a quarterback this is a comparison of where we were at the last two years and where we're going the last, the next two years. I love okay? both years. Let's go. Daniel Jones, 564 completions, 907 attempts, 5,970 yards, 35 touchdowns, 22 interceptions, 85 sacks, mm. 84.05 passer rating over two seasons, average, 29 fumbles, 27 games, 26 started games right this next this next person 440 completions 781 attempts 5163 yards 30 touchdowns 21 interceptions 66 sacks 
76.6% passer rating over two years, 22 fumbles, 28 games, 27 stat, uh, uh, starts. That's Josh mm. Allen, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. And Josh Allen did not emerge until Stefan Diggs showed up there in year three. And I say all that to say this. You, you went ahead and you drafted a rookie quarterback in Daniel Jones. You got rid of his best weapon the year that you drafted him in Odell Beckham Jr. Mm. Come and back. You have never replaced the offensive weapons. It's now his fourth yeah. season in the National Football League, and he has never had a thousand yard wide receiver. I don't think. I don't even think Slayton went for a thousand yards. Uh, no, no. <laughs> Slayton didn't even go for a thousand yards. And he uh, has never God, had a, a receiver with double digit receptions. I don't yeah. even think he's had a, a receiver with over 50 receptions. So I say all that to say this the front office and the head coaching and the coaching staff are intuitive to the development of a player. Yep. And Daniel Jones got put into a bad situation and he was never able to recover because his athletic ability and his, and the way he plays the game was not at the ability to where he could do so. And the surrounding cast, I didn't even mention the old line. I didn't even manage the injuries. So I'm happy that we have Dave's. I'm happy that we have Joe Shane. I'm confident. I'm happy that we have um, Brandon Brown. Mm -hmm. I love Mm -hmm. the the evaluating the player evaluators that we have. I love the coaching staff that we have. You got an offensive coordinator that that played the position that knows what to do in my Kafka. And I can't wait to see that when they do get the quarterback of the future of this New York football giants roster, they are going to do this kid, right? They're going to do it the right way. They're going to build it the right way. And you're going to see it on the field. And I'm excited. I love it, man. I love it. And you could have said it better. Um, let's hope for Daniel Jones' sake, he gets back healthy. He gets maybe a Tony and Robinson back. The, the, the offensive line gels a little bit. Evan Neal gets a, some snaps under his belt. And we could see what he could have been, you know, it just, just a glimpse. And we'll have a conversation a little bit later because if they win at seven or eight games, you start getting into territory where they might have no choice but to bring him back a little bit for another year or two. You know, I, I will, we'll, but we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Let's not mm-hmm. rile up everybody. R zero, I appreciate you coming through, my man. I appreciate you so love much. Love you, brother. Love you. Love, you. New love your glasses. Love, I love you guys. Um, you're doing some good shit out there, man. And um, we'll 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 have you back at hopefully at the end of the show. But I uh, appreciate you, my man. Much love, man. Peace. All right, man. Well, listen, I uh before we have our last guest here, uh, I want to again shout out to Aaron Judge, number sixty two. The true home run champ. Fuck Barry Bonds. Fuck McGuire. I love them both, but uh, it, it's it's Aaron Judge. Um, he he's gonna win all the crowns, the triple crown, the the, the quadruple crown, whatever crown you want to give him. Um, classy guy, future New York Met. Um, <laughs> but listen, the Yanks Yanks got a Yanks got a nice little road here to to to. They, they got either Cleveland or Tampa. Um, round two after their their after their bye. Um. That, that should be a cakewalk for them. And then, listen, it's the Astros for the Yankees. Everybody, I don't even have to go into the Yankee talk for you guys. Like, you guys know what you guys have to do. Um, you, you have to beat the, the Astros. That's your number one, you know, competition right now. Um, and hopefully the Mets will see you in the Subway Series. You know, let, let's just let's, let's pray to the gods, the revival gods. Um, we, we want some good New York sports here. Um, shout out to uh, 
the, the New York sports guys make it happen. Um, but yeah, listen, Rangers hockey coming around too. New York Knicks basketball, New York net basketball, everything, everybody's on a rise here. Everybody's on a rise. It's not a coincidence what we're doing here, people. We're bringing, the, we're, we're the heartbeat and we're bringing it back. Let's go. But listen, I want to end the show with one of the goats of the content game. My man, entertainer, what's going on? Welcome to the show. Round of applause. What applause. What's going on, my man? Stay up, man. I'm, I'm excited to be on you. What's good? Twitter and um, yeah, man. Always like to pop on whenever I can. Yeah, Rob on. I saw he's a great guy. He's um, the best. Yeah, I've talked. I've been on his channel before. Great guy. I see Monty's uh, was on before me. He's another great guy. Really active on Twitter. Um, and I've we seen have the best on your channel before as well. And yeah, man, I'm just excited to pop on like we did last time and um, and talk some uh, <sighs> some New York sports, man. First, yeah, man. I gotta ask you before we get started. Yes. I, I don't know the backstory. Yes. Why are you wearing a cowboy shirt? Oh, uh, yeah. So that's that's just a very simple story. I, I have a, a cowboy friend. We bet each other every year on, on something ridiculous on the Cowboys game. I, you know, I said, listen, if the Giants win, I'll uh, I'll have to um, I'll have to wear my your, your shirt on the show all show long. Because I'm man, my word. I did it. We lost. We took the L. He would have. And I wish I would have seen this. He would have had to eat 21 donuts um, in one one sitting. Um, I wish I would have seen. I was like, Rob, are you sure this is like I have to wear a shirt for an hour? You want to eat twenty? You say you want to do twenty-one? I was like, are you sure? We've done it. Did, I'm did pissed you, off. Did you ever man up to your bet after week one when you said the amount of points the Giants score? You got to drink the. You oh, gotta, you didn't see the video. No. Oh, <laughs> it happened. It did happened you on your channel. It's on the channel. All Check right, it out. It I'll watch it after. Please do. Um, yeah, I, I I made it through. The 21, it, it, I so it was first game of the season at the tailgate. First, first 10, first 10 went down nice. Once I started getting to like the, the, the 15 range, things got a little hairy, <laughs> a little hairy. Um, started hanging on some walls. I was, I was getting a little woozy, but I made it through. I made it out alive. And again, like I said, I'm a man of my word. I got the shit done. Um, I, I went a little too hard probably in my If the Giants Win Challenge right off the bat. So I had to reel it back in, reel it back in. And that's how, why, many, you know, how many hours was that over that you did that you drank the 21 beers? So all told, probably around from from first from first to last, tw- eight, uh, 12 hours. 12 hours. Okay. Um, okay. I, yeah. I can do that. I spread I it out. I yeah, spread it out. But yeah. I did the bulk of my work from nine to four. You know, that was from, from the tailgate to the end of the game. I got it done, paced myself. I was I, – I, Check, check out the video. Check out the video. I You'll see it. I'm, I'm <laughs> going to watch it as soon as I'm done on here. I didn't know you – I was uh, looking for it because I, I, I must have missed it when you guys posted it on Twitter. I didn't see it. It, it got a little ugly, but, hey, I, I live to talk about it another day. And, like, uh, so all my friends – what we want to do here for If the Giants Win Challenge is when the, when, they, when the challenge is tough, like for the Green Bay game, I'll I'll do something outlandish because I don't I don't expect us to come out with the victory there. You know, but for the for a Bears victory, I say, hey, listen, I'll wear a stash for a week. You know, so you got to kind of go with the game. How about about this? If if they beat the Packers, you got to eat like a whole wheel of cheese. Ooh, I like it. Like, well, I'm not talking about. I'm talking about like a big wheel. A big wheel. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like, like, like like that would go on a car size wheel. I'll, I'll, I'll run it. I'll run it past you. Like the wheel. Like how big the wheel is. Yeah. I'm not gonna try and like. I, I already have a cholesterol problem, so don't kill me here. 
like, oh my god. Listen, but listen, let's get the brass tacks here. But, here. Let's, 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 we're, we're fucking around here. Let's let's talk about what what matters most here. Well, there's two things because this is a, a New York revival channel. Um, let's get into the Giants real quick. We'll, we'll yeah. touch on the Giants. Um, thoughts three and one. Saquon, you you're you're a Saquon fan. You yeah. want him back? Is there any? Is there any pick that that could that? that yeah, aside listen, from a first round pick. Listen, um, especially when you're a content creator, you have to you have to take your fan hat off, and you have to at least like think about it serious. from the mind of a general manager. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do think that a scenario the way I look at it, man. It, yeah, if I get a first round pick, you have to at least consider that. Okay. Yeah. But the the way I look at Saquon Barkley right now, you know, everybody on Twitter, um, you know, seems to think we just need to go quarterback next year, which I understand, right? I mean, it's Joe Shane. He didn't extend extend Daniel Jones on the fifth year option. Yada 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 yada. Yeah. But the way I don't think Tana, I think we're losing you. I don't know if it's me. Could be me. Shit. I think we lost him. Tana, call back in. We lost him. Shit. We lost him, man. We lost him. <laughs> he froze up on me. Listen. Oh, man. All right. Listen. Uh, everybody, shout out in the chat if, if if you guys can see me. If you guys can still see me. He got caught in the matrix over there. Um, listen, hopefully we get Tana back, but um, listen, when this with Saquon, we, we all love the guy. I love the guy. Um, if there's, if there's a, if there's a second round pick that gets out of here, that gets, uh, you, you have to think long-term here. You have to think, oh, he's back. He's back. Hold on. No, I better. Am he's I back? Woo. We got you. We got you. Oh, here. I, I see know, you got I lost in the matrix there. Yeah. You're sort of going black and then mine started, whatever. I'm back. Um, you're back, yeah, you're back. Get back, yeah. to, get back real quick to my point about Saquon. Everybody mm-hmm. seems to want to go quarterback no matter what. Like, that's where their head's at. We have to go quarterback. We have to go quarterback. We have to go quarterback. Right. And the way I look at it is I'm not – I'm never a guy that wants to go, especially with 14, 13 weeks left in the season. I, I, I No, that's not the way I'm thinking. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I will analyze what we need to do at the end of the year and see where we're at. But for the people right. that want to go quarterback no matter what, no matter where we're picking, that say, oh, trade up, give up whatever you got to get, go up and get your quarterback. All right, let's just play that game. Okay, I'm going to relate this back to Saquon Barkley. Let's yeah. play that game. Right now, you look at this team. We have no wide receivers. None. 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 Canaries, <laughs> Tony, I, I've renamed the injury report to the Tony report. Uh, <laughs> Robinson hasn't been able to get on the field yet, and I think we can both agree he's not a number one. No. Uh, he's not going to strike fear into the heart of an opposing defense. Yeah, right. Barkley. Saquon Barkley's our lone weapon. Like you said earlier, he is arguably the best weapon in football. Like, he is that yeah. good. I don't care that he's a running back. He's a playmaker, right? Um, so, if you're one of these fans that wants to just say, yeah, let's trade Barkley. Let's get a second-round pick. Let's get him out of here. We, I don't want to keep a running back. Understandable. Running back, short shelf life, yada, yada, yada. But if that's Typically, your plan, yes. if that's your plan to trade Barkley, the only weapon we have right now, <laughs> and it's not like we have a ton of cap space next year. We have a decent oh. amount, but not, you know, if that's your plan, and then on top of that, you want to trade up from 16. Let's just say that's where we're picking. Yeah. 16th pick, give up a future first round pick, give up a second round pick in next year's draft. An arm and a leg. To jump into the top five to get a quarterback. Now a quarterback comes into a situation where you don't have a first round pick in the following draft. 
You don't have a second mm-hmm. round pick in the current draft, and you have nothing to help him out. It's so true. So, so true. as far as Barkley goes, if we're moving on from Jones, they better damn sure make sure they keep Saquon Barkley. Because without Saquon yes. Barkley, that quarterback is going to be dead. He's the only 100%. thing that keeps this offense going right now. And maybe I'm crazy. I think this offense is going to look a lot better over the second half of the season. Um, You're not wrong. Last week, if we could ever get a wide receiver, if uh. if Canarius Tony could ever get on the football field, if we ever make a trade, you know, some people, everybody's talking about trading Barkley. Again, maybe I'm crazy. I'm thinking about potentially bringing in somebody. Right. I'm saying to myself, can we get a young wide receiver in season, like we did with Leonard Williams, a guy that you could see being a part of the next five years. Mm-hmm. Can, you know, so it's helping both the present and the future. Can we get DJ Moore? Can we get DJ I, Moore from the Panthers? Can we make he that? He is move? screaming to get out of there. Screaming to get out of there, man. Is it possible? Yeah. Because I say to myself. Odell Beckham. <laughs> yeah. I, I say to myself, if we could bring in a legitimate number one or a guy that's even close to a number one, yeah. the attention that Saquon Barkley garners, what that is going to do for Jones in the running game. We saw that this past week. Mm-hmm. And if you could add a number one threat on the outside, suddenly his offense is pretty good. Yeah, absolutely, man. He's doing this with all the attention on him. He is there. There is nobody taking the top off. There is nobody scaring that secondary from creeping up right now. They are they are doing all this with no threats, and that's what making what's making this feat even even crazier. He is just dominating with all the eyes on him. If you get a, say a DJ Moore. Somebody that could just at least scare somebody, you know, at least that the, the defensive corner could say, Hey, let's shade somebody over to that side, you know, like take somebody else out of the box, man. That opens up everything. And I, 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 I have to agree with you, man. And listen, I've been, I've been kind of beating this drum for a while now. Don't, you don't have to sign Saquon to a five, six year deal. Sign yeah. him to a two year deal. Let's call it three years. He is hitting the market again before his age 30 season. Yeah. And so, like, I, I think it could work for both. I think he wants to stay here. I think Dable wants a running game. I think he does. I think, listen, he had Josh Allen fall into his lap in Buffalo. And Josh he, Allen's they, a running back. Josh Allen's yeah, a running as much as he is he's a He's a running quarterback, right. He's but, the best running guy. 100%, 100%. But, like, you see them filtering running backs nonstop. Obviously, yeah. listen, Josh Allen is a top three quarterback. Uh, you know, he, he, he's an undeniable talent. We don't have that within the New York Chargers. And listen, we might not get that, like you said, next year. We have stumbled our way to three and one now. They're gonna, by default, you, you see three or four more wins in in this in this uh, you know in this uh, schedule. It's an easy schedule. You're now picking in, this, like you said, in the 15 range. You have Bryce Young. You have you know CJ Stroud. You had Will Le- Le- Levis. I guess if you want to call him the QB three right now, but the yeah. QB three is not. Decided, but, not in the least. Here's, here's what I'm gonna say about that too. And, and I see uh, Sergeant Mayhem saying, "Do you, do you, do you really think that we can't get a talented quarterback in the middle of the first? Listen, I'm not a fortune teller. I don't know how this is gonna play out. But what I could tell you, Sergeant Mayhem, is this past draft, nobody took a quarterback. Kenny Pickett was the only first round quarterback mm-hmm. because every team in the world knew it was a horrible quarterback draft quest, and they looked at the following year and they said, "Yeah, we'll wait a year. We'll pass." Yeah. We'll wait for Stroud. We'll wait for Levies. We'll wait, you know, for, for Bryce Young. So if the Giants pick a 15, there's going to be 10 teams in front of them that might want a quarterback. And let's talk about this too. Shout out to 
Shout out to Monty over here, and he'll he'll probably be able to tell you more about this. But uh, the twenty twenty four draft QB uh, class is no great. They're they're a legit class too. Like they have some players in it. And if you got the guy from Florida, Anthony Richardson, staying another year, you you throw them him into that class too. Maybe he progresses. Uh, listen, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm not a huge college football fan. Okay, I watch it though from time to time. Yeah, Caleb Williams is. The is. next, he is the next Pat Mahomes. Caleb stud. Williams is going to be a stud. That's a guy I give up three first round picks to go right, play. and then and then, but but then, like you think about you draft, you have to have one more good, solid draft to build this foundation. You have your solid draft next year. You build everybody up around it. Then in twenty twenty four, then you go up and and you, you you trade away your future first and your and your current first. And whatever else to get your guy, right? Because the 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 foundation is built there. You've signed, hopefully, you signed your Thomas. You have your Neil. You have you you've you've drafted your another couple of offensive linemen. You get a wide receiver there. You know you're honing in. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. And I know Giants fans are going to hate me this offseason. I am talking myself into wanting to keep Daniel Jones. I'm talking myself into. It's creeping around. It's creeping around. I think we're going to be picking. I'm saying to myself. I'm okay with a two-year contract like Jameis Winston got, two years, $30 million that I could easily get out after one year, or two years, $40 million that I could get out after one year. Mm-hmm. Where it's one-year commitment, and if Jones takes off after I get all these weapons, great. If he doesn't, right. I get my quarter. But I look at this team, and I say to myself, is it really worth giving up all that draft capital with all the holes that we currently have and 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 not have anything to help this quarterback? We have no receivers on this team. And it's... he's talking about trading take one Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> it's wild. It's wild. And listen, people's excuse at, at this point, not excuse, but th- they said, hey, we can get rid of Daniel Jones because, hey, we have Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor has not made it through a season since I I can't even remember. It's been five plus years now. He gets hurt every year. So, okay, you have Tyrod Taylor. You have to get sign somebody else. You have to draft somebody else. Or, uh, you, even if you draft a guy, you're going to have to have another, uh, another guy signed because Tyrod Taylor cannot be counted on to be yeah. a legit starter, you know, I'm, and Jones, I love the guy's a backup. I love Jones the guy. Stopgap. Jones is the stopgap, I think. You know, people are talking yes, about give him one more year. Yes, agreed. agreed. He's the stopgap, and you hope as a fan, if if he is, that he could take off if they add some weapons. But if he doesn't, you now now you now you're more comfortable giving up a ton to go up and get a quarterback. Yes. And it works for both sides. It works for both sides because he's going to want to stay and build up. his. If he has a decent year this year, he's going to want to stack a second season on top of that. So you want to be in the same system, a better roster around him, and he's not going to command big dollars. So it works for the Giants. Everybody's like, oh, you can't pay this guy $30 million. He is not gonna. He's not gonna warrant thirty million dollars. He might be fifteen a year. Yeah, I'm. I'm thinking twenty max. Twenty. Yeah, I'm thinking he's in the twenty range, which is a mid level. Price for a quarterback, you're yeah. not you're not blowing the, the the cap for twenty million dollars there. You know, if you want you want to go twenty five thirty, then fine. I understand that you don't want to pay that for a Daniel Jones, fine. But I don't. He gets hurt too much. He's been way too consistent. He cannot command a thirty million dollar, twenty five plus million dollar contract. He's not a Tom Brady. He's not even a Ten Hill who is in that range right now. So yeah. I agree. It's coming back. Can't help potentially, but he's no, not. for sure. But he yeah, hasn't proven that yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. That's my thoughts. But hey, listen, real quick, let's shift gears over to the, the the big important elephant in the room right now. What's your thoughts after 
uh, the Atlanta series. How are you feeling about the Mets going to the playoffs? By the way, I just saw it. I know, I know. Listen, we're back. 100 wins. Like, only the Mets could could have a 100-win season, our best season in years, and have our fans feeling kind of like left wanting more. Right? Come on, man. The Mets somehow found a way to have our fourth ever 100-win season. 86 69, 88, and now 2022, and not win the division. Uh, so, so Mets. It's so uh, Mets, Eric's mad. Uh, but no, man, I was, it, it's, it's been a really fun season. It has. And, and what's really good, the, the good feeling I have about this season before we get into the disappointment is like in the past, in 2015, in 2006. Um, but more specifically after 2009, like after Bernie Madoff and everything, you always felt like it was just like a magic carpet ride. And you knew yes. the next year you didn't know everything could fall out from underneath you because we we didn't have the money to go out and make up for mistakes and everything else. So this is sustainable now. I mean, we have the richest owner in the sport by a mile. He's already come out and said that he'll commit to a $350 million payroll next year if he has to. So the way I look at it is as disappointing – yeah, as disappointing to the finish of the regular season is as a Mets fan, like I, I, I'm content in the sense that like I feel like we're always going to be competitive now. As, as long as this oh, guy's yeah. the owner, every year we're going to have a chance to win a championship. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, and listen, say what you want about what Eckler did at the trade deadline. He didn't exactly go out and give us the best shot, but he saved all our prospects. So now you you have a Frankie Alvarez coming in as as your catcher to replace the dog shit they had there. You have a Vientos and a Beatty at third base, possibly whoever's whoever takes that job, you know, take over for Escobar. You have the young guys here now that you know, and hopefully an Allen can pop off. Hopefully their draft picks can pop off. Um, you add some free agents. They're building this thing, and you can feel it, and it, and it feels damn good because, like you say, it's not a one year deal. It's not a it's not a, a lightning in a bottle kind of deal. Hopefully, I, I thought I said that I said that in two thousand six too, and you yeah, know, it kind of fell apart. This is different, though, man. <laughs> right? There's not you, you don't have a bunch of veterans. You have youth. You have and, youth and, and even if it was a bunch of veterans, Steve Cohen will go out there and he'll sign five more players. Like true, true, we, very we just, true. We just have a a unlimited supply of <laughs> we have a cash cow, and he's going to do whatever it takes to keep this team competitive. So I'm not that worried about it. Obviously, obviously, since the Marte injury happened. It mm. changed the lineup. Um, to, obviously, Sucks. they're scoring runs now. Tonight, they score seven runs, right? But of course, um, that's the Mets. It's the Mets. But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, I, I think we still got a chance, and I'm gonna get. I'm gonna look at it from a more positive standpoint. And Good. I'm not. That's what I'm, I'm talking not about. Expecting to win the World Series right now. I'm not. I'd be lying if I said no. that, especially with how much we've fallen off here. Not. A, I don't want to use the term "fallen, fallen off" because the we didn't even. The Braves. Choke. We the didn't Braves are hot. Play. The Braves. <laughs> Since June 1st, the Braves have been better than the Dodgers. Like, that's yeah. how good they are. So, it's more the Braves just took it. We didn't give it away. Right, right. Um, but going into the playoffs, a glass half full mindset that I have, I don't – first off, I don't love the Padres matchup. I don't. I'm going to be honest. No. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, Darvish, owns us. <laughs> and they got a lot of good lefty hitters. We know our weaknesses. No. The lefties out of the bullpen. No. no. But if we could get by the Padres, which I think we got a good chance to. We're at home mm-hmm. every game. I think we have a better, as crazy as this may sound, we may have a better chance to go to the World Series playing the Dodgers in the DS than than, than avoiding them in the DS. Because yes, I think there's a better chance to pick them off in a three out of five than a four to seven. Fair. So that's fair. The optimist in me is like, 
if we could get by the Padres, can I talk myself into Scherzer and DeGrom flipping the switch, taking two and stealing a game with Bassett? Yeah. 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 So the optimist to me is like. They always give you a shot. It might have worked. We'll see how the playoffs turn out, but it may end up working out better to get the Dodgers in the second round rather than seeing them in the NLCS. Cause I think we could oh, agree yeah. that we probably were going to see them in the NLCS. So absolutely. Um, I, and you get a Marte back, you know, who knows what happens if he, hopefully, you know, if you get past the pods, you get Marte back, you know, it changes the lineup a little bit. Hopefully, you know what? And if, if Alvarez towards the end of that brace series, he's starting to see the ball better. Hopefully he, somebody could take off at that DH spot, man. Like, you know, hopefully some, one of those righty hitters, Vientos, you know, Alvarez, one of those two can take off and and just propel them. It ain't rough. It ain't rough. No, no, fucking rough, man. I what a terrible trade. That and, I, 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 and listen, man, and listen, I love Buck. Um, I think Buck has done a tremendous job this year. He handled the bullpen very well. Yeah, I'm gonna be a little nitpicky with Buck though. I do not like his lineup construction down the stretch. I, I do not I like you batting Pete Alonso second. I do not like no. you batting Jeff McNeil fourth and fifth. no, put McNeil in the two spot. That's yes. where, Marte's not in the lineup. That's where he belongs. Right. McNeil, it, so I don't like that. I also don't like the way that he handled the bullpen in that Brave series. I thought it was a, especially in the first game, that was a joke. Right. Uh, he cost him that game. It was almost you like know, he was experimenting with guys that you would know, to see how they may pitch no. in the playoffs. Put in, Lugo in. <laughs> yeah, it's essentially a playoff game. You're like, uh, uh, how uh, Peterson or whoever he put in. I don't remember. Yes, how, it was Peterson. Yeah, how he could handle a play. So, that I didn't like that either, but overall, I love Buck. I think he should be up for manager of the year. But I, down the stretch, I didn't necessarily like a lot of the things that he did. Yeah, man. Listen, uh, like you said, those uh, our three studs. You know, if hopefully they, you know, they had a, a tough series against a very good Atlanta Braves lineup. Let's let's call it speed of speed. None of them had their A stuff. Jake hasn't had his A stuff in about a month. That's what worries me the most. Yeah. Um, he he, I don't know if this is him now. This is what we got. But I think, and, and I and I, Mets fans will hate me for saying this, but I think this is a very important stretch for Jacob Degrom to show something, show that what his A game is, because we haven't seen it in a month, and you can't. I, I, I don't know. I, I, maybe I'm in the minority, but you can't give that guy huge bucks coming off of what has been injuries off of the, of the past couple of years and what we've seen the past the past four starts. We're seeing, you know, not the same Jake. And I'm hoping to God that he could put two, three stars together and show that, he, you know, it, leave no doubt. Leave no doubt. Stevie wants to pay him. He wants to pay him. He's come out and said it. But, man, I have a lot of trepidation because there's no real studies about a pitcher throwing 100 miles per hour 10 years after their, their time at John surgery. He is a freak of nature. There's And all the shit that happened with his, his arm the past two years, I don't know what it is, but it scares the shit out of me. And we're should, seeing, the, yeah, and we're seeing that over the past month, very so-so stats in regards to what Jacob Degrom could do. So yeah, listen, man, very, uh, very I'm important. gonna be honest with you. Um, I think Degrom. I think we're gonna sign Degrom, and and, yeah. and and I think it's risky. I completely agree with you. I don't worry about it that much though, because I want to get out of the mindset of thinking of it being Will Pond. I know. I know. It's like right. if, if he's right. not the guy, it's we'll move on and we'll find somebody else. Like it, it, right. I think that's the way Cohen's going to look at it. It's kind of like Judge with the Yankees. I'm going to be honest with you. Judge of one yeah. of the greatest players in the history of baseball. That contract is going to suck. I'm going to tell you right oh now. My God. When the Yankees sign Judge and Yankees, he's fans, an older player. <laughs> Yankees fans know it. It's going to be like 
it's going to be like the Pujols contract. Remember when Pujols signed yes. with the Angels? That massive deal in the first two years, it paid off, and then after that was a disaster. It's going to be something similar with that with Judge. Judge 31 Judge has gotten hurt a lot, too, in his career. Like, and everybody's just going to forget about it. Like, he's a very tall man. You know, he's a very – that body is going to take some beatings after 162 games when he's 35, 36. Yeah. But so they have to, no choice. To me, it's the same thing with DeGrom. It's like – True. I think they're going to sign him. And I and, and part of me is like, I want him to. Because, fair, and, and fair. listen, man, I completely, I would say it's probably a 75% chance that it, it's going to be a disaster. Um, <laughs> if I'm being honest with you. but on the Mets. But you know, man, listen, we've been watching this team for a really long time. And outside of David Wright, we have never had a great player that began and ended his career as a New York Met. Mm, yeah. Never. You're right. Tom Seaver, right. gone. Piazza was not a Met. And we, we you got rid of him after the fact. Uh, Doc Gooden, Dwight, uh, right. Daryl Strawberry, Gary Carter, Keith Hernandez. None right. of these guys were lifetime right. men. Lock this guy out. Jacob DeGrom yeah. is going to end his career as a man. I think it's yeah. risky. I completely understand it. Um, but who gives a shit? Because we got all the Steve. <laughs> like, he, he could eat the mistake yeah. if it's a mistake. And yeah. um, as far as the playoffs go with DeGrom, yeah, I, I, I will say I actually thought his last start against the Braves – was good. He he had his stuff. Yes, thirteen K right or eleven K. The thing is, he he missed on like four pitches, five pitches, and the Braves hit three home runs. They were so hot. They every every mistake that was made by a pitcher was going out of the park. Every mistake. Yeah, I agree. It's like, I agree. It, like he he might have missed like three other pitches. Like I feel like he missed yeah. on like five or six pitches right. where he didn't locate properly, and yeah. half of them they hit for home runs. Right. And it wasn't it wasn't Oakland start. It was yeah. not an Oakland. It was it was an improvement. I agreed. Um, but we need we need vintage Jake if they're gonna make a run. They need vintage Jake to be vintage Max. Max. And I'm gonna that, tell you that, what, that's what Max it is. scared me more than Jake because Max did not have his stuff. No, no. Um, and I like to chalk it up to a, a bad start for him because he's been he has lights been. out all year he long. He has been, so. he has been yeah. and and Bassett looked like crap too, but uh, we'll see about him. But yeah, I mean, if the Mets are going to do anything in the playoffs, and it's go- it's going to come down to them, and you got to hope that they get into a groove. And we knew that when the year started. Right. Um, right. So I still give us a puncher's chance. I do, be- just because of those Boys. two, and you got the best closer in baseball. So yeah. they need Lindor and Alonso to pick it up too. Lindor is-, is slumping at the wrong time. Hopefully, he wakes up. Me and Alonso's power back. L- let's get those because. They're the lineup right now. They are yeah. the lineup. And McNeil, and McNeil, McNeil, McNeil's been great, 100%. Nice to see Nimmo coming around. Hopefully this Nat series gets their confidence back and gets them rolling into that pod series because they're going to need it, man, because you Darvish is no joke. Hugh Darvish kills us. Oh, my God. Shuts them down every time. I hate I hate that matchup. I kind of was hoping for the Phils to somehow sneak in there and, uh, you know, get a nice little cupcake first rounder, but uh, – you know, it, listen. Everything the Mets do is hard. We're gonna have to. They're they're just gonna. They. I, they, I, I do think we'll be. They dug the their own grave here. They I dug really their own grave by losing all that. I shit. I really do think we're gonna beat the Padres, man. I do. I think we're gonna beat the Padres. I hope you're right, man. I don't I love the right. Mets, but I think we're gonna beat them. Last last thing, real quick, your Mount Rushmore for the Mets. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. It's tough. It's tougher than you think. Oh, it's very tough. I, I've yeah. actually had this conversation with my friend before. Who's a huge Mets fan? Yeah. All right, Seavers on there. Yes. That out of the way. Tom Seaver's on yes. there. Piazza's on there. Yes. He's got to be. He's got to I mean, he's... Yes. Um, so now we got two more spots. We got two more spots. I'm going to give you the candidates. Yeah. And this is no specific order off the top of my head. You got Doc. You got Doc, Daryl, Keith, Carter, um, Wright, yep. DeGrom. 
Yeah. Uh, is that it? Am I forgetting something? Yeah, Kuzman? yeah, that's just that's just about it. <laughs> you can throw Kuzman in there. Um, wow, it's tough. Yeah, I'm gonna even though I don't think he's as good as a lot of the players I just mentioned. Like I think Daryl at his best was better than this player. I think Doc at his best was better than this player. Right. I think Keith might have been better than this player. I think okay. you have to put right because he was a lifetime Met. Start yep. to finish, he was a captain of the baseball team. Um, 100%. I think you have to put him because Keith was only there for like four years. Carter was He's only Mr. There. Matt. Yeah. I He's think a Mr. Matt. He was a captain, man. Well, like, come on. So I'm going to put right on there. I'm going to put right it. on there. And the last one might, and I see Greg said it, um, <laughs> it might be DeGrom. And, and, yeah. It, it, it might not. If he be signs. Open. Yeah. If he might, signs back, it's a lot. <laughs> But it's if he signs, it's Degrom. He's the four. Right. Um, right. Right now, I would say it's either it's either Degrom or maybe Keith because Keith. I, Keith yeah. I'm so popular during his broadcasting career. Now he got his number retired. Um, everybody always says Doc and Daryl too, though. So it's close. They were so sh short. If they had longer stints, man. If Doc didn't go down that, if they didn't go down that path, they would have been locks. But man, and, and here's what I want to say. What if Alonzo keeps doing what he's doing? Who does he replace? Who does he replace at that point? Oh man! <laughs> like uh, if, if they win a World Series, if yeah, they win yeah, a World yeah. Series. I mean, Alonzo's definitely trending towards being on the Mount Rushmore. Yeah, he's gonna mm -hmm. if he remains as a Met, which I see no reason why he won't, and he remains even you know relatively healthy throughout his career. He's gonna set the RBI record. He's gonna set the home run record. He's he's gonna you know so. Um, who does he replace? Okay, I'm gonna project that I'm gonna be optimistic, and I'm gonna project that the Grom signs a contract and he has five good years with the Mets. So that's my projection. Okay, that's I like it. If that's the case, I have him jumping right, and I would say Alonzo has the potential to jump David Wright into the Mount Rushmore. That is spot on. Spot on. Couldn't say that. Nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. Hey, listen, Tana, I want to wrap this up. I know I said you, I kept you late. Um, thank you for coming through. We we are have some good times ahead. Let's hope Friday is a freaking great day. The start of something great. Let's hope the Giants get us um, you know, just win one of the next two, and you're looking at a possible really good season, man. One of the next two, if they could sneak a good win in there. It's gonna be tough. Freaking, it's gonna be it's gonna, it's be, gonna tough. be real tough. Um, especially if Jones is not healthy, man. But Sucks. what I'll say about this Packers game, I think we have a chance. Not a good yeah. one, but I think we have a chance even if Jones doesn't play, because I look at it the same way I look at that Seahawks game when we beat Wilson, when we had mm -hmm. McCoy. And I say to myself, we have a ground attack. If we could duplicate what we did last week or duplicate what we did in that Seahawks game and pound the rock, pound the rock, pound the rock, 100%. it doesn't matter who the quarterback is. If you can control the time of possession, you win the time of possession by seven or eight minutes, you play mistake-free football, you don't turn the ball over, you give yourself a chance. Um, and I don't, I, I don't look at Green Bay. I just saw I just saw Bailey Zappi put send them to overtime. Their offense is not hitting on all cylinders. I respect the hell out of Aaron Rodgers. And if you if you were to tell me at the end of this game we're going to lose by twenty, I'd say I wouldn't be surprised. But all that being said, um, I think we have a legitimate chance to keep it close. And if you can keep it close, you got a chance to win. They they got good coaching, and I trust that that Wink and and Dable and and Kafka will come on a good game plan. And I, I agree, 100%. They have a fighter's chance, and sh crazy shit happens in London, man. First time ever, by the way, two 
two winning records in London. First time ever. Get yeah, I, I know, shocking, shocking. Little fun really? fact for everybody. Ten the night. Little fun fact for everybody. Hey, but listen, let me call everybody in. My boys, we appreciate you for coming in tonight. I love all you. R Zero, Sergeant Mayhem, Monty, cheers. Tana, appreciate you guys all for coming on. Hey. Let, what you got? If the Giants win, you have to order a cheese head and wear it that whole week. <laughs> Done. In public. Done. You that means when you go to the store, no, 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 when no, you no. do your little challenge, everything. Now, I, I, I don't want to ask you exactly what you do for a profession, but do you work in like an office? No, Me? I work from home, so it's not the same. I okay, wish, so I, but I will same. go in the office. I will go in the office that, that week with a cheese head. Done, done, done. I will and into wear a Giants out. bar. Yes, done. I will do it. I will do it. By the way, because right. listen, unlike Tana, I'm concerned about your cholesterol problem. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that's what, you know, I don't want you. I don't want you eating any cheese wheels. That's when did I start going to a Giant game? Uh well I I was I went to the first two so wifey's not gonna be having me if I go to another one sometime soon but let's uh, no but hey listen if you guys are around if anybody's around October twenty third we're having a little watch party Staten Island if you guys I don't know where everybody lives I know sorry you're out there and uh, uh you know I can November thirteenth I'm going to the game so hopefully you're going Ooh, okay done. two done. two things here two yeah. things here. Tana, you are the only one without sunglasses. So before we end this, <laughs> oh wait, 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 wait! I got my giant. There it is. There we go. Put him on right now. There we go. Put him on right now. Second, I think it's the first time I've ever wore sunglasses on YouTube. <laughs> Second, I went and got these after those other guys. Got it. <laughs> is it pink eye, or are you high, dude? Oh, I said it was the pink eye. I was right, I got baby. The fucking stank eye, bro. I got the listen, stankiest pink listen, eye. Listen, you got to tell El Jefe to stop farting on your pillow, bro. I know. <laughs> hey, no, it always reminds me of, uh, the, the, um, you know, uh, what's that movie with fucking uh, Seth Rogen? Um, where he got the chick pregnant. Um, knocked up. Oh, uh, knocked up. Knocked up. I know which one He's you're like, talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knocked up. He's like, I, I just saw a pink eye. I'm just really high. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, I wish, baby. I wish. But listen, you it's pink gonna eye. You're going to wash your I'm hands fucked. after you change diapers, bro. Dude, all the time, all the time. I'm gonna wash my hands as soon as we get off this podcast. But listen, let's end it here, guys. I appreciate you guys. I got let's, one more thing before we go. I got one more thing. Yeah, yeah. All right, Sorry, what you got? I would like to shout out all pro left tackle. Yes, Andrew Ooh. Thomas. Yeah, Rob, 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 I had issues with what you said earlier, Rob. I had issues with what you, what you said, Rob. Well, what did I say? Now you you, you said that. Um, and a I, running back and I or a tight end is. I, lo- uh, I, I love that you support my boy Barkley because he's my boy. Yeah. But you said that Saquon Barkley and you said a tight end is the quarterback's best friend. And I said, what about Andrew Thomas, Rob? Yeah, but yeah, but see, uh, that's a sure thing. <laughs> I didn't realize that. That's a for sure thing. That's a for sure thing. Andrew Thomas is the surest thing this time. Listen, you always need a left tackle. You always need a left tackle. But a rookie quarterback, when they're coming in. The things that they need, they need a security blanket and they need a running game. Those are the two things that they need. Because even if you don't have a good blocking, if you have good running and you have a a good security blanket, you can make things work. It sounds like somebody that hasn't had to. Yeah, it sounds like somebody that hasn't had to. I get on board with that. It sounds like somebody that hasn't had to worry about their backside in a while. It must be nice. (laughs) (laughs) All right, people, listen. 
I thank you all for coming on. I thank everybody for coming on to the chat, baby. We love you guys. Um, you know, live with revival. I, let's 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 put up a good fight tonight on uh, Sunday. All right, Sunday morning. Hey, thanks for coming on again. Peace and blessings. We love you guys, Hefe. Uh, yo, Eli, we love you guys. Miss you guys. Happy and, birthday, uh, we'll Hefe. Yeah, happy birthday. Hey. Oh, it's, Hef- it's Hefe's birthday. My uh, birthday is on Saturday. Sh- shout him out. <laughs> and I'm still here. <laughs> happy birthday, Hefe. Right, happy birthday, birthday man. Have a good one, and we'll see you next week. Peace. See you guys. I gotta wear these on my YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> you you really should. All right. Yeah. You re- you really.